Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. The Out of Bounds Show podcast is brought to you by Bank Plus. Bank Plus, it's more than a name, it's a promise. Marquez Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus studio. It's now Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Zone. Oh man! Good morning. I'm uh, I'm done with the cold weather. Just want to let everybody know. I don't know if you wanted to know, but I'm your host, Bo Bounds, and it's official. I'm done with the cold weather. Good morning. Welcome in. Out of bounds. 105.9 The Zone. ESPN. WRKS. Brought to you by Ag Up Equipment. Woo! Driven by your next John Deere tractor, manage your land. It was Mississippi Ag. It is now Ag Up Equipment. Canton and Pearl locations. What are we at? 17, 18 soon. Locations, agup.com. And uh, the Ag Up Equipment text line for you today, tell us how fabulous we are, is 601 885 We're more fabu- fabulous than... Uh, Brian Harson, and uh, what's going on at Auburn right now. Y'all didn't even know who Brian Harson was until the last couple of days, did you? I know. I know. Um, he shared a stage with uh, Nick Saban last night at the Senior Bowl. That's about all he'll share with Coach Saban. Uh, that may be his last appearance as an Auburn football coach, but we'll see. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. You can hit us up on the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line. 601-707-3750. And uh, Twitter. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Solving the world's problems. One tweet at a time. Twitter at Bow Bounds. And uh, real quick, Mario Cristobal went into Georgia. I think there's a song about this. Around midnight. And uh, stole one of Kirby Smart's big boy assistants. Mario Cristobal. Um, he ain't scared. 
He's uh, he's playing fearless. He's a he's a dragon. He's a warrior. He's going to make Miami good and probably really good fast. So if any of y'all have your Miami stuff from the late eighties, early nineties, you're you're going to be able to bring it back out of the closet. Take you know go deep into the closet, right down to the left, all right up in the corner, and grab it. And you're going to be able to wear it sooner than later. I would go ahead and buy crystal ball stock now, though. Not in October. Go ahead and buy it now. Um, Blake? He's stolen assistance from Maryland, Michigan, and now Georgia. Well, Kevin Steele was at Maryland for five minutes. That's what I'm saying. I think, and, yeah. and, and, <laughs> Mario Cristobal called and said, Kevin, this is Mario Cristobal. And Kevin Steele, who's been the defensive coordinator at Clemson, Alabama, and Auburn, Said, uh, is this the Mario Cristobal that's living in Miami in the sunshine and in that three-county area that produces amazing prospects? And he said, yes. And he said, uh, I'm in because my wife loves the beach. And he hung up, didn't even talk to Mike Loxley, and walked right out of the Maryland football building. That's and right. He's the defensive coordinator for and the Miami Hurricanes. While Jim Harbaugh was in Minnesota thinking about playing in the NFL, nobody was watching his house. Cristobal walked in, stole Josh Gaddis, offensive coordinator, right out from under him. Now the OC in Miami. Okay, well, let me tell you what happened there. Um, Blake, when you flirt with other jobs, your assistant coaches take notice. And when you flirt with other jobs, a lot of times the administration starts to tip their hand on who they are going to hire next. Yeah. And guess what happened over that, oh, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight day timeline? is that Josh Gaddis realized... I'm not that, in the cards here. No, yeah. they're going with the guy Hart who played at Michigan if Harbaugh was to leave. And he realized that after three years at Michigan that he wasn't even going to get an opportunity, a real opportunity for yep. an interview. Yep. And so when Cristobal called, he said, wait. I'm out. <laughs> did you just say Miami again in sunshine? And he said, I did. And he said, let's do it. And not Jim Harbaugh? I'm yeah. in. <laughs> yep. So... Mario Cristobal has, uh, he may not, look, I think Mario understands, this is a good thing. I think Mario understands, you know, his strengths and his weaknesses. He understands he's not a play caller. He's a head coach, fierce recruiter, and just put together a really good staff, and he's going to let his OC, OC. He's going to let his DC, DC. And uh, Kevin Steele's amazing. Josh Gaddis is pretty good. That duo is, uh, oh, uh, that's the best OCDC pairing in the ACC. Hello. So you'll probably see Mike Norbell, you know, possibly get fired at Florida State in the next year and Dabo take a step back at Clemson. Who knows? The path may be there sooner than later for the Miami Hurricanes. We'll see how that looks. It is fun, though, if Miami and Southern Cal get this thing going, it'll be really good for college football. Also, keep an eye on this. We talk about, you know, recruiting and talent, talent stratification, uh, your talent profile, um, and so on. Remember this. Cristobal to Miami and Napier to Gainesville. Keep an eye out on kids maybe not getting on a plane to fly to Atlanta and then into Columbus, Ohio. 
even though Ohio State's a monster. The Buckeyes are the, really the only program up there that has a cool factor. Uh, watch out if Mario sweeps 10 to 12 and Napier sweeps 10 to 12, that there's not near as much left to jump on a play. Because it's easy. Now, I mean, well, I say that. I don't want to get into all that. But, but you know, to fly out of Miami, Orlando, or Jacksonville and hit Atlanta and then get into Columbus, there's nothing to it. But why would you do that if you've got two coaches that are gung-ho recruiters? Mm -hmm. Watch out if this takes some of the talent away from Ohio State. So, hey, when it shifts one way, it's got to shift, you know, it, it, it's there's there's a finite amount mm -hmm. of five stars and high fours, mid fours, and low fours, right? There's a finite amount. And so if Mario and Napier, I don't think there's an if, when Mario and Napier recruit better than the guys before them, I just don't think, and I don't think you'll see as many guys go to Columbus, Ohio, and Dabo was going down to South Florida, mm -hmm. and I don't think he's going to be able to beat Mario and Billy Napier much. Um, going into that three-county area or Tampa or Orlando. Yeah. How about this, Bo? Let's let's even you and I kind of touched on this before the show, and and I think it's a great broader scope question. A and M now, you know, they signed the number one class. They won't be number one every year, but they have consistently moved from ten to now top three, top five at worst in Jimbo's last four seasons. They're projecting, you know, to roll in that top three discussion with Alabama and Georgia. All three of those. So you can rotate through. What that's done is it's done a couple of things. It's pushed Ohio State down. It's pushed a couple of other teams down. So my question to you is, we know A&M and Georgia and Alabama now are recruiting at this level. If Miami begins to out-recruit the rest of the ACC, which it can when it's run well, and Florida jumps back in this top eight discussion, where does an Ohio State, a Texas, an Oklahoma, a Michigan – a Clemson, teams that had been kind of in this range. I mean, they've got to fall back. So I guess yeah, my you, you move back a spot or two. And my question to you is like, which teams are in most peril of falling off that cliff and not being up on top of that mountain anymore? Clemson. I think Texas and Sark will be fine. Um, I think you need to keep an eye on Clemson and probably Michigan. Yeah. And, and Ohio State even. Because there's a gap after those first three. A&M, Bama, and Georgia this year. Much bigger gap than, like, finishing 14th and 24th. Like, I think there's a lot of gray there, okay? But I think it is a clear delineation of A&M, Alabama, and Georgia compared to, like, number seven. Like, I just think, wow. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Alvin Kamara News, not good. Uh, Brian Harson may be out at Auburn. Baseball's around the corner. Big board coming up next on 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. 
For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Out of Bounds Show podcast is brought to you by Boar's Head. Premium meats, cheeses, and hummus. Boar's Head. Compromise elsewhere. What's on the big board? All right. Good morning. Welcome in. It's a Slice Bread Tuesday. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, Brought to you by our friends at Cypress Depot in Ridgeland. CypressDepot.com. Leading supplier of Cypress and hardwoods. Among other materials in the southeast, CypressDepot.com in Ridgeland. Residential and commercial. Show is also presented by Havana Smoke Shop. For all your Rocky Patel and Oliva cigars, Havana Smoke Shop, I-55 North Frontage Road, and then Havana um, across from Shaggy's at the Res. There you go, Havana Smoke Shop. Good morning. Welcome in the Out of Bounds Show. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. want to thank you for going and hitting up the podcast, Apple Podcast, Podbean, and Spotify. Search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. Chris Lamonis, Tom Luganville, Steve Robertson, Pierre Thomas, Demario Davis, and so on. So we had a good week last week. Yes. Wow. Really good week. And uh, we're already getting ready for March Madness and Super Bowl this weekend and Super Bowl menu. Ooh. How important is that? Uh, tamales. Maybe some tamales from uh, breezyoaksranch.com. We dropped some of those a couple of days ago. Those were great. Ooh. Um, of course, bacon from breezyoaksranch.com for your you, Bloody Marys. You know, if you're a baller, what you do is you make yourself the homemade rotel with, like, the deer sausage, and then you pour some of that over your Breezy Oaks tamale. That's a good idea. A little cheese sauce tamale. Debris yeah. tamales. Ooh. Yeah. Fire me up. Okay. Breezyoaksranch.com. Mississippi farmers producing great premium beef. Uh, including steaks, bacon, and tamales, among other things. Uh, they're in Canton and Baden. They're awesome. You can order it online. It'll be there in 24 hours. BreezyOaksRanch.com. Super Bowl menu. Wings. Rotel. Tamales. Nachos. Boar's Head Game Day Sliders. Where else am I going? Those are the big... Like I mean, I think I hit a lot. Those are the Chips big ones. Dip. Chips and dip is like the generic you have to have, but if you're good, you don't have just the store-bought dip. You have like you've maybe made like a Mexican layer dip or like a you know bean dip or something like you know yeah. even like different spinach artichokes, something like you know you make okay. you're making something homemade, yeah. hopefully, and not just going and getting the like French onion sour cream dip. Oh yeah, that that's nasty. Yeah, you can't I don't do you can't you can't go basic. Cream. You can't go basic. That has never appealed to me. Yeah, you got to do the real. You got to do like the hardcore dips. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. What's your favorite chip to dip in dips? Like I don't that? know. Wendy buys this chip that's like really thin and good and kind of somewhat as healthy as a chip can be. See, it's dangerous though when you get thin because it's hard to get the stuff on. Oh, it it's sometime. not that thin. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. I've already used. I mean, I've already used it with tacos gotcha. and. Okay. Uh, she made some rosette uh, rotel nice. a few weeks ago. And so I've already, it's already battle tested for, for the Super Bowl. Beautiful. It's just like Joe Burrow. Have you ever had Captain Rodney's dip? Have you heard of that? I think I have. 
I, I mean, I haven't had it a it's lot. It's like it's like cream cheese and bacon, and uh, and it's got mm. this Captain Rodney sauce. It's all mixed it, up. It, it, it's served like warm. Uh, oh, it's fire. I don't think that Cap, sounds awesome. Captain Rodney sauce is like this. I don't. The company makes a bunch of different, but it's like a boucan glaze that you put in. It's. I mean, it's fire. I'll try it again, maybe. It's something that, like, once you start eating, you don't. You like stand next to it. It's and just like cracked shovel. Oh, it's like Rotel. Just you can shovel. get in trouble. See, here's what. Here's your strategically the way you have to go about the Super Bowl. If you hammer Rotel at two, you're not going. You're in You're trouble. not going to be feel yep. well. Yep. You've got to, you know, great. You've got to go by the Rotel Bowl. But you can't stop for like two to three minutes, or you're you're in a bad yes. spot. Yes. Right. I, it, that's so funny because we I may. Rotel's, and you already said, like me, you're gonna you're gonna get a workout in Sunday, oh, yeah. so that you can consume <laughs> a bunch of calories. Yeah, I work out every day, man. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. Um, oh, I don't like workout, workout like people listening. I just try to get my steps in yeah. and do lightweight. It's sad, but it's it's what I do. <laughs> but. Um, uh, no, That's I mean, funny. there are actually people listening that actually yeah. work out. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say this about Not this me. weekend that gets me excited. Even though it's going to be dropped back down, like today, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, get a lot warmer and sunshine. And then we go backwards? Which is awesome. It plunges on Sunday. But here's the deal. We have sunshine the next seven days. Nice. And if it's going to be cold in February, at least we can all get five, ten minutes of vitamin D and try to survive this Yeah, you damn thing. right. Yeah. Try to survive this thing and get to March. Yes, I'm with you on that. Um, so it'll be cold, but it'll be sunshine on Super Bowl Sunday. Good deal. And people can get out starting. Well, you can get out whenever you want, but I mean, throughout the week, you can get outside, walk, play golf at Live Oaks, whatever yeah. you want. I mean, look, today, you know, high is 58, but how about oh. tomorrow? 66, then 68, Ooh. then 68. Then 62. Why does it got to go backwards? That's which is also nice. good for mud bugs because Matt texted me last week. He said, I just need a little warm mm-hmm. weather and mm-hmm. mud bugs will open tomorrow. And just a, if the weather breaks just a little bit for people to not just get outside because people will get outside when it's cold, but to stay outside mm-hmm. another 30 minutes, hour, yeah. that's a good thing for a lot yeah. of our people. It's, it's good for the crawfish, too. You it's get, good. You get bigger crawfish, yeah. more crawfish. Yeah, we need some now, more water. Now, we smashed some mud bugs sun, Sunday. And uh, did I tell you what I did with my cooler? What'd you do? Uh, you know, I have a Yeti cooler. Well, yeah. everybody has a Yeti cooler. Um, and so let me tell you how dumb I am. Um, <laughs> so I have the cool, I have the crawfish in the cooler, right. and Wendy's yeah. like, Wilkes is playing golf. He'll be back in an hour. Just put him over there. And, and well, so I took him out in my little man room where I smoke my cigars. Well, I have a floor heater on there, whatever, a space heater. Well, guess what? I just I wasn't thinking because I had to do something else, and I put the Yeti. By the heater, it melted. The Yeti? It melted the I'm gonna send out a picture That's on wild. the Twitters. And um and I get those crawfish were hot. They were fine. <laughs> no, can I tell you what I had to do? Did it melt to your floor? It melted so bad <laughs> that I couldn't get the cooler open and I had to get one of those DeWalt knobs that they were nice that enough is to give incredible. us. Incredible. DeWalt has been an awesome part. And, and oh. I mean, you know, this thing's like super sharp, you know, knife. And that's the way I had to uh, open the cooler to get into the crawfish. These guys are a bunch of dumb asses. Yeah, that, it, was, <laughs> it was an absolute dumb blank move on that my is, part. That's incredible. Thank you. 
<laughs> I cannot Thank believe you. you've melted your Yeti cooler shut. Well, how long does it have to? I mean, it had to have been in front of it for like a like a good while. Like, oh, I left it there for an hour plus minimum. I mean, this, this, yeah, the space floor heater that is was funny. even though this room is attached to my house, it's not heated and cooled. Okay. Yes. But we made it all, everything else, so that I can, you know. And I told you about the rollout windows. No, that I yeah, got. I get you. Shout out to Jeff Norris, and and it's super cool. It's the way to go if you're going to do cigars. Well, um, problem is, <laughs> you melted your cat, your crawfish. Right. <laughs> all right. Are you are you on our Twitter? Uh, I, yeah, I can be. Okay. Um. I'm I'm about to send this out. Yes, please and there, do. there's the picture at Bow Bounds please on Twitter, do. and I want you to see my, oh my Yeti. Gosh, the Yeti melted. That's incredible. Isn't that awesome? Wendy it, was like, "Are you okay?" It almost looks like it was in a car wreck. It reminds yeah. me of like a car, like when yeah. you like when you like and smash into someone. Yeah. Here's the deal. I used to have a. I, I became a Yeti dealer. Like I don't know, eleven or so years ago. I thought, okay, I I need to make some money. I mean, this makes sense. And I had a bunch of clients order thousands of yetis and it was like super easy money people would send me a logo i'd forward it to yeti and you never touch the coolers and they drop ship it was ridiculous but it was a small window i knew that right because everybody was getting in but i became a corporate dealer um because of our tie into the promotional product business and that's my last one i don't have any more i don't have any more melted and i became a a k2 dealer and i knew that was going to be a small window i do have a big boy k2 because uh Rick's Pro Truck dropped one off one day when we were talking about having a good cooler. RPT, shout out. That's incredible. Isn't it awesome? I've seen a cooler get run over, but I've not seen one melt <laughs> like that. I've not seen one melt like that. That's impressive. How dumb? I mean, golly. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes my brain, I don't know what's going on in it. Wendy always asks me, what are you doing? You're always talking to yourself. Someone, someone said, ship it back to Yeti and ask him, uh, tell him it was a manufacturer default. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a good idea. They, they became difficult to deal with. The Out of Bounds Show is driven with uh, Rick's Pro Truck. Uh, SEC Insider hit next. The Out of Bounds Show podcast is powered by Breezy Oaks Ranch. For Mississippi-raised premium Wagyu beef and heritage pork shipped straight to your door, visit breezyoaksranch.com. Let's do it. This is the SEC Insider Hit. And it's presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. What's going on in the world? I mean, Sean Payton's not in the world of football. Tom Brady, Dan Mullen, Ed Ogeron. All the greats. I mean, what's what's happening here? It's four goats right there. There's no question about it. And Gene Chizik gets back in the world of football? Fifth goat. <laughs> wow. So, no Tom Brady, no Sean Payton, no Dan Mullen, no Ed Ogeron. Be honest. Eddie O's the one you'll miss the most. Dude. I mean, people had Eddie O as like the next uh, Dabo. Was there anything? Well, that ended fast, didn't it? Anything? KJ Costello and Mike Leach just... Boom! Um, is there anything more incredibly college football than Coach O beating Alabama in Tuscaloosa and saying we're never losing to these bleep bleeps again, and then proceeding to hire two coordinators that he didn't hire the next season? I thought that was as, awesome. As peak at Orgeron. Hey, did you hire two uh, vice presidents for your company this week? Yeah, we didn't interview them. Yeah, yeah. My friend sent me their LinkedIn profile. Seemed good. Looked good. 
I mean, we had a quick phone conversation. This guy ran uh, Enron 30 years ago, and it was doing well. I didn't bring him in. That's basically what he did with uh, um, Polini. Bo Polini. Yeah, man. it was like this dude hadn't been good in 20 years, and you brought him in like he was going to be something special. So who comes back first to the world of football? Tom Brady, Sean Payton, Dan Mullen, Ed Ogeron. Tom Brady has the best chance to come back first. If I really had to gamble, I'll say Sean Payton. Okay. But none of those guys are coming back next season except for potentially Tom Brady, right? He's the only one that would come back mid-year. Coaches don't come back mid-year. Right. So, so right. those coaches can't, barring some insane circumstance, like a coach died or got arrested and had to be fired in, like, July. Right. Other than that, like, you're not, you don't, you're, none of those coaches are coming back. But Tom Brady, we had some interesting audio we can drop that where he kind of left the door open. Yeah, to, I heard that. To... I don't believe it, but I heard yeah, it. So. Yeah. I think he's just running all sorts of things through his, you know, mind. It's the never say never, don't close That's a, right. don't close the door type That's mentality. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, who wouldn't want What happens first? Dan Mullen takes a head coaching job or Deion Sanders gets a power five job? Or or Ooh, Hugh that, Freeze. That's a let great let's do that. All question. tied to Mississippi. Dan Mullen. No, I want to start with Deion. Next power Deion, five head coach. Yes. Yeah, Deion okay. Sanders. Dan Mullen, Hugh Freeze. Throw that poll on the Twitters. Okay. Your SEC Insider hit this morning is brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. The official health care provider of the Out of Bounds Show, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. Good morning. Welcome in. Hope you're doing well. I uh, posted a picture of my Yeti cooler that I melted some of while putting it in front of a space heater on Sunday because I was holding the crawfish for a few minutes to get all of the fam home, which is virtually impossible with two teenagers who drive. But, um, and it, it, it worked out because the crawfish for mud bugs was amazing. Now my Yeti is done. I, I say yeah. that it's still like, I could still put beer in it or again, a bag of crawfish to keep it warm or, you know, whatever. But uh, after all the Yetis I went through and all the Yetis we sold over, you know, several years, um, that's, that's the last one. That's the last of the Mohicans. So, anyway, Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. We'll have Mike Dettelier, Saints Insider, at 8.30. Not good news for Alvin Kamara. Uh, allegedly, allegedly, Alvin Kamara the heck out of a guy along with three or four of his buddies. Mm -hmm. And it looks like it could be a felony. And, um, uh, anyway, um, we'll see how all that plays out. And, and also your saints have a new head. Well, they promoted from within Dennis Allen, defensive coordinator, uh, for the saints. Who's been there forever and done a great job. Dennis Allen, is the new Houdat coach. He walks in with no Sean Payton, mm. no Drew Brees, mm. maybe no Alvin Kamara, mm. and maybe no Michael Thomas, and an aging defense. Although, I mean, I love Cam Jordan and Demario Davis, and y'all know that, but there's a lot of mileage on those guys. And, and so kind of your window was the last four years. Mm -hmm. And you played great, and you made playoff appearances, and you had a wonderful team, and you've been a top five franchise the last uh, 16 years, I expect you to not even be in the probably top 20 
um, for a little while unless somehow you land on a on a quarterback. And um, I, you know, I'm not happy about that either because when the Saints are good and interesting, it's great for this show. And it's two and a half hours down the road, and it's uh, a wonderful city that hopefully will get its mojo and its mind back um, post COVID and and really start rocking again. But uh, and then you know the the Texans made a bad hire. Mm-hmm. Uh, they you know Lovey Smith's not a good hire. They should have hired Brian Flores, mm-hmm. who uh, should have never been fired from the Miami Dolphins. So there's your update. Let me ask you this question. Grade, not necessarily Dennis Allen, but grade the, the decision-making for the Saints in terms of this. How many times do we talk about on the college level, don't follow, don't be the guy to follow the guy, right? Right. What, is this a conscientious decision of trying to keep things somewhat status quo, maybe make an easy transition out of the Peyton era, and if Dennis Allen wins, great. If he doesn't win, it's not quite... Uh, like end of the world scenario because you kind of give yourself a buffer after Peyton to then I go get the next guy. Mickey Loomis thought, I know this guy. I'm going to give him a shot. I get to I have the chips and the equity to do this. And this may be Mickey's last hire mm-hmm. because Mickey may go ahead and, and retire in the next couple of years. He may not, but he has made a long run as an executive in the mm-hmm. NFL. Yeah. He doesn't need any more money or anything else. Um, and he's got the Super Bowl, so he's accomplished like what we all set out to do if we're in that industry. He's borderline right? Hall yeah. of Famer as an yeah. executive. Well, you could argue what he had to build in New Orleans would make him that. Like uh, they didn't, they didn't get to the Super Bowl as much as like some other executives who have been kind of shoe in Hall of Famers have. Right. But he built it from not again. It's like taking Mississippi State or Ole Miss to the playoff four years, right? Like right. In football, like that. If that happened, you'd be going, "Holy cow!" Like this person's a god, right? Like I think that's somewhat similar for Mickey Loomis. I agree. I mean, look. You might be looking at, you might be, I can't believe I haven't said this before, you might be looking at the modern era Saints in Cincinnati right now. Yeah. Building around a young, I mean, I know Burrow wasn't, Breeze was a little bit older when he got to New Orleans than Burrow, but similar, young quarterback has to come back from a devastating injury, young nucleus of front office talent and coaching talent. I mean, Sean was super young when he took the Saints job. Yeah, he was. Zach Taylor, the Bengals coach, is 42? super young. Yeah. Zach Taylor's younger than that yeah, in he Cincinnati. Is. He's 38 or and, something. And so you've got, you know, maybe Cincinnati, the who day, will be the who dat of the last 20 years. For the next 20, you know, who knows? Be interesting to watch that. Yeah. Mickey Loomis, legend. He just overshadowed because Sean and Drew were... Well, because well, nobody, because we watch them. We don't care about front yeah, office Yeah, I mean, people. you know, yeah. Mickey's in a suite watching the game, and so we don't get his bug. Yeah. I mean, we don't get his dialed in. They're kind of like offensive linemen. You're only mad... About you're only saying their name when they're screwing up, right? Like, oh, oh, we've got we're having bad free free agency or bad drafts. It's the front office's fault, right? But if the team's going well, it's QB and coach, right? It's not. No one ever talks about the front office when it's when you're winning like that. True, kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, Kellen Moore's coming back to the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think that's good. Um, you would have. Well, you don't know what Mike McCarthy's going to do, but. Um. Yeah, he. I don't. I don't see him as as anywhere close to a uh, top fifteen offensive coordinator in the NFL. But um, that's who Dak Prescott's offensive coordinator will be for at least another year. Um, is is Kellen Moore? Now Blake kind of thought he would get it. I think you thought he would get a job. He. 
I did think he would get more run. I'll, I'll say this. He only ended up interviewing realistically for like three openings yeah. out of the eight, which was a little surprising to me. Um, I was adamant that he would be for sure in the circles. Um, it doesn't surprise. I, I can't you, imagine that he would interview well. Maybe. That's the question. It, it, um, well, look, Eric Bieniemy has been on the interview circuit for what feels like in a, a decade. I know. Do you know that? And I know this is getting off the beaten path. And we can I would have hired in. Eric Bieniemy over Lovey Smith, too. But but I would have hired times Brian over. Flores over over the two. Yeah, 100 times over for, for Bieniemy. You know, his contract expires with Kansas City this year. So there's some it, there's some discussion about like what will his future be? Very interesting with Eric Bieniemy. I don't know. I know that's deep football, but still. yeah, and our our yeah. listeners don't really. You know, I could go care. down those yeah, roads for hours. Sometimes you do. I love and then it. I, I love yeah, it. All right, let's get into SEC. <laughs> Derek Mason, you're listening to the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. Derek Mason, who was Auburn's defensive coordinator, and prior to that. Vanderbilt's head coach and who is wildly respected and grades out as a big time defensive coordinator. Okay. He left Auburn and took a $400,000 pay cut to go to Oklahoma state. What? Yeah. Uh, According to reports, according to reports, how unhappy do you have to be to give up half a million dollars and also live in Stillwater? (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. Stillwater may be cool, but I don't know. But um, it's not the plains. I'd rather be down there. I mean, than Auburn Stillwater. has boomed probably yeah. more than any SEC town in the last ten years, and they've got it. I mean, it is, it is. If it's not number one, it's it's in the discussion. Um, they wow. Yeah. And look how they, close you are. Done to, a great th- those. To, yeah. Look how just, close you are to the beach if you're at all. Yeah, like, everything you're, you're about close Auburn, to the beach, like, and you're close to jo- Atlanta, yeah. and and that development. Even that New looks Orleans like is seaside closer. watercolor, or what, yeah. not seaside water. Alice, whatever you want to say, it's kind of a 30A flair. Was absolutely brilliant. The the place has exploded. Um, he had the number four defense in the SEC, <laughs> and he took a half million dollar pay cut to get that blank out of Dodge. And they don't play D in the Big Twelve. Oh no 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 no. You know, Mike, Mike, but he does know that Mike Gundy will never, like Mike Leach, will never walk into that defensive meeting. Nope. Now, and that is what coaches, just like VPs, EVPs, regional sales rep, but you know, they want as much, uh, get, if they're successful, don't get in their way. They want as much autonomy as they can get. That's what Derek Mason's yeah. looking for. Yeah. I want to run the defense. If you need me to run something by you, let me know. But, uh, and dude, with Oklahoma, and t- I don't know how long Derek Mason will stay, but but Blake, with Oklahoma and Texas leaving, Oklahoma State may be like the premier program in the Big 12. Uh, you and I, talk, we talked about that. Uh, Oklahoma State and like TCU, like Baylor. Like, <laughs> it's incredible. How about this? So I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not even a report. It's a fi- like 800 people have now reported it that he took that $400,000 pay cut. But how about this, Bo? The two million he's going to make, or whatever the four hundred thousand. Uh, excuse me, one one point uh, five was what he was making at Auburn. The one point one that he will make at Oklahoma State will be a school record for a coordinator salary. Really? Yeah. Oklahoma State's never paid a coordinator one point one million. Wow. Think about that. Think about how much we've been paying our strength coaches the last decade in the SEC. Seven fifty. Eight hundred thousand for a strength coordinator. Several years ago, Todd Grantham. And Crime Dog McGriff, Wesley McGriff, were both making seven figures. Crime was over two because when they paid him out, they had to pay him four million. 
Like, it was a stupid payout for Crime Dog. Mm. Mm. Incre- incredible that Derek made. Like, what does that say? And Arnett's making seven figures. Now, I don't know if Partridge got that through being promoted from within. Lane Lane goes with a defensive coordinator that's never called plays. I don't know if Partridge got that big of a bump, but he he may have. Chris Partridge is the new defensive coordinator for Ole Miss. And Chris Kiffin. Lane's brother is back in Oxford. I just wanted to make sure that everybody did, knew that. Did Derek Mason pay $400,000 to get the last lifeboat out of Auburn? <laughs> well, it, it sure looks like that Brian Harson could get fired any day now. Under and, two weeks. Mason leaves January 22nd. Less than two weeks later, Auburn's under investigation by the university administration. Get out while the getting's good. And I mean, why some did kind Derek- of lieutenant general from the army is the guy that is investigating Brian Harson. What does it say when your DC who led your defense to number four in your conference and your OC who you just hired from the Seattle Seahawks, who was a QB coach and you don't leave the NFL unless you're, you know, you really feel good about it at the time. What does it say when both of those guys leave within, you know, three weeks of each other and one had only been on campus for a month? He's going after his fifth coordinator hire. Fifth coordinator hire in 14 months. That's what Brian Harson's doing at Auburn. Now, that's good for Ole Miss and Mississippi State. You host Auburn this year. Both of you do. So, if they're on whoever their coach is, whether it's Brian Harson or someone else, um, you have an awesome opportunity to beat Auburn at home this year in Startville and Oxford. And a lot of the reason why Harson's in this spot is because Mississippi State was down 28-3 to yep. in a game and makes this unbelievable comeback and, and, beat, and beat the Auburn Tigers. And Tank Bigsby didn't get out of bounds and Auburn lost to Bama. I mean, there were a couple of things that could have happened that he would be in a pretty good spot. But you can't lose a 25-point lead to Mississippi State. And you can't have Bama beat and run a play an out a play outside, which we could argue all day running between the tackles at that point. Yep. And run a play outside and tank Bigsby either couldn't get down because he got run kind of out of bounds by an Alabama defender, but Tank's a strong guy. You would think he could just fall down. And then Auburn uh gives um Bryce Ramsey just enough time to come back. And then they went into OT? Yeah, right? it, was, it was like 55-second drive to tie, and then they go to OT and okay. lose. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how about this one? I'll, I'll take it one step further. You can't blow a 25-point lead at home to anybody. I don't care who it is. You can't lose that game when you need it the most against your rival. But here's the bigger overarching problem. You can't go 0-5 on your way out the door to yeah. end the season. You know, and, to, and again, the 25-point the home blow up and the loss to Alabama when you could have won it come inside that five game losing streak, but they're just microscopic issues, you know, microcosms of what the whole overarching issue is, which it looks like Brian Harson may know X's and O's, but he is in over his skis when it comes to running an SEC program. Yeah. 15 years, 15 which months. A lot in. of people are. Yeah. Joe Moorhead. Coach O for the most part. Yeah. I mean, you, you, I mean, you we, bottle one out Will of eight Muschamp, years. Yeah. Who, who, who is, that there are rumors that Muschamp will make a, 
a major play to get the Auburn job? I mean, would that be... Would you see him back at Alabama as D.C.? Pete Golding? Out? He's not out yet, but for those who don't know, Pete Golding was arrested for a DUI over the last few days. That never happens to assistant coaches in Alabama? I don't think he would leave Kirby to his buddy Kirby. But to he's only an analyst, Saban. right? At Georgia? He has been an analyst. He was not on field last year. If has Saban, he been promoted? If or did, Saban what did Kirby offers you, do? If Saban offers you the D.C. job, and you're Will Muschamp. How do you turn that down? He's not getting a head coaching job. Yeah. Who? Muschamp. Who knows what Auburn would do? What would you do if you're Auburn? I'd go hire. If you, if you, if you fire Brian Harson right now, what are you, Bo Bounds, athletic director of Auburn, give me your top five candidates in order. Who's, who okay. has to say one, no to get to the next one? Jeff, Jeff Brom. Is number one. Yes. Over freeze. Yes. Interesting. Uh... Then it goes like Freeze, Matt Campbell. I think they'd all uh, Freeze would not say no. The other two, I think, would. That that's who I'm thinking. Uh, Dave, Cla- I'd at least give Dave Clawson a look at Wake yeah. Forest. Well, we when heard- you win there, uh, there there are uh, high school stadiums in Texas that are bigger and better than Wake Correct. Forest. Uh, a, a wonderful academic school, by the way. But bigger and better than yeah. Wake Forest uh, Stadium. Fresno, having built- driven by there, yeah. It's not awesome. Fresno High School or Fresno, whatever, built like a $60 million stadium two years ago. True Maroon says Luke Fickle to Auburn. Mm -mm. I don't think he would leave his home state. And and that boy, I don't think Kyle Whittingham's leaving Utah. Kyle Whittingham has everything he needs. He's been there since Urban Meyer left Utah to go to Florida. Didn't he just go to a Rose Bowl? 04, 05. Um... So I don't see Kyle Whittingham leaving Utah. Mm-hmm. I don't see Luke Fickle leaving Cincinnati. Hugh Freeze would leave Liberty in .01 seconds. Yeah, even for a pay cut if it was head coach. Yeah, It wouldn't be, but yes, he would. Yes. You're right. Uh, yeah. But look, here's the issue, and we haven't mentioned this yet, and I think Tom Luganville summed it up best. Auburn's not just hiring a head coach. They're having to fight, what, 60 years of dysfunction? Well... A, a good, a good thirty. Is Auburn this... being Auburn. <laughs> I mean, it's essentially what it is. Uh, this isn't, you know, the exception. This is kind of the day-to-day norm with them. And you know, I've always said with that job, you're you're hired to be fired. All right, it's only going to be a matter of time. Um, that's why Fickle wouldn't go. You're hired to be fired. Luke Fickle has the the college football world in his hand right now from coming out of Cincinnati. He can yeah. wait. He can wait. He can't. Hey, Billy Napier was patient and it worked out, my man. Look the at Florida that. Gators job is a great job. Um, Look how many he passed over that were good jobs, oh, I know, but not know, Florida. We had him going to South Carolina. We had him going to Ole Miss or Mississippi State. We had him going to Auburn. We had him going to Tennessee. He just sat there and waited patiently, kept building his program and winning, and then he landed a Big boy job, yeah. and one of the biggest yeah. brands, and or the biggest brand, but, a, a, but just a, yeah. the Gators are so big. I mean, they've won multiple football, basketball, and a baseball title, not counting all the Olympics. In sports. the last twenty years, they're huge. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, they're the only school with I think multiple titles in in or no, at least one title in all four major sports. Here's how strong they the last are. Last twenty years, they're number one academically in the SEC, which is incredible. Okay. 
not in their top five research institution. Okay. And then on top of that, it's a crappy town and it does not slow them down. Nope. They are an absolute, but again, they don't get in, they don't get into, you know, how awesome this or that, or that is. I mean, for them, it's about winning. And even though it's kind of a tumbleweed town in between Orlando and God knows where. But that can help you focus somewhat. Maybe too. it can. Because there's less there's less distraction. There's maybe, less issue. Yeah. It's maybe, just it's like Tuscaloosa. You're there to work, win titles, and get a degree. I mean, you know Bama I mean? fans like, don't brag about restaurants, bars, breaking musicians. No, they have Dreamland. What's I mean, there to brag right. about? I mean, that's <laughs> some of the most overrated ribs in the history of the of <laughs> the world. Terrible. Okay. And and yet they just win titles because yeah. that's all they think about. It's all they want to do. It's all yeah. they they, it drives them, you know, crazy. Um, and me, so, let me ask you this: Do you think Deion Sanders is a could name? go to Florida State? Well, no. When is, is, is he a real name on Power Five watch list right now? Like, so if Auburn makes a move or someone now, or, if you or, hired Deion, if he could figure it out with the staff, surround himself with the right people, let him be Deion. Mm, He's the closer. Mm, okay, mm, mm. Kirby Smart's the close now. Kirby was rated an A defensive coordinator play caller prior to. You better have some good OCDC. Dion is not a yeah. play caller whatsoever. But so you're. Let me ask you this question: Would Dion have to stop doing his Aflac commercials with Nick Saban if if he coaches Auburn? That's a great. That's a great question. But let, let's go back to what I said earlier. Who who gets a Power Five gig first? Deion Sanders, Dan Mullen, or Hugh Freeze? Polls on the Twitter at Bo Bounds. Okay, and so is my Yeti cooler. That I melted on Sunday with crawfish in it and then had to get this DeWalt buck knife deal and, you know, uh, break that bad boy open. We were hungry. Uh, by the way, our we're going to have a couple of these, but right now our official beer of the Super Bowl is Modelo, and it is a delicious beer. Bud Bugs has it, too. So does Salad Mookie's. Uh, Super Bowl menu brought to you by... Modelo. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Mike Detillier, 830.